1: hello everyone welcome back to the channel this is drm tv a women's podcast i mean i've written episode 76 on here i think it's right is that we'll know after is. if we are wrong uh lauren couldn't be bothered to do the intro today no, so she's true. giving it to me that's not
2: true at all amy wrote the agenda so i thought you know what take lead did you feel sorry for me yeah
1: because i have to sit was. and listen to you every yeah. week ask me the questions yeah well here we go then I mean, I did have in mind a kick-off question, but I forgot to put it on and I don't know what it is anymore. Oh. If you could um, own a storm, own a storm at the moment, if you could name a storm, what would you name it? I'm pulling it, I'm clutching the <laughs> straws here, I'm going to be honest. It needs to begin with D now though. Well it's Dennis, so Dennis what, E, on, it'll be an on E Reed. then, so e, e, if the next storm's going to be something E. Edwin. Oh, that's nice. I think I'd go Edna. Oh yeah. At Ed, Storm Edna, that just sends shivers down down my, my spine. Storm Edna. <laughs> <Ooh>. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> moving on, shall we? Because that was amazing. It's was great, wasn't it? Um, once again, I'd love to sit here and talk through a game, but unfortunately, <laughs> what even is
2: football anymore?
1: I don't even know. Like, do they play it with the feet anymore? Or is what isn't? Like, anyway? Who plays football? Do you think we'd be having as much problems if football was played with hands not feet? Would you still be able to play the game?
2: Well, the even ru- on the well, pitch, the surfaces. rugby matches were still on at the weekend. So yeah, just all about, saying, all just about saying. The
1: feet, hey. Uh, <laughs> either way, yeah, it'd be nice to sit and talk about a game, but unfortunately, Storm Kira Killing all ruined, the ruined the weekend, the day, the occasion. I bet the people working for Goodison were absolutely fuming. But, like, this is one of them that you actually couldn't help, yeah, because it was one Baltic, two hailstoning, three raining, and four horrifically windy, <laughs>
2: <laughs> now, back to James, with the news, um, I agree with all those things, yes, thank you, yeah, uh, there's. It was like it was up in the air for ages, wasn't it? I think it was a good like two or three hours that we were like back and forth on like what's that like? Oh my god, it was like oh, it's a good sign. Oh, oh wait, no, oh, the winds picked up a little bit. Amy was like oh, it's not raining by man. And I was like oh, it's he- it's heavy rain by me. Oh, there's a little bit of hailstone. Oh, it's just windy by man. We were just giving each other like, it's weather. it's definitely
1: still gonna be on. what's
2: the heck. Yeah. Amy was so optimistic. I got about half an hour into the chat i was like yeah no it's not gonna be on there's no chance
1: it hit a point at maybe quarter to 11 where it was like whoosh (laughs) and it all just came right it looked like hell and open yeah
2: i think um i think because it was our Goodison, we had a little bit more
1: hope
2: because you're thinking oh premier league grounds obviously it's a lot better looked after but It wasn't, like, the pitch or anything to do with the ground. It was just player safety, fan safety and all that type of stuff. Obviously, people are travelling in um, to see the game from wherever.
1: I think it was the right thing to do. It was the right thing to do. Because at the end of the day, you've got to... Although a lot of people would be let down by the fact it's not go-ahead, you've got to think of, like, the safety. You've got to think, like, fans are travelling across and if anything would happen to them because of the weather... yeah
2: it wouldn't and be great would you it? want the game to be enjoyable as well so if you're sitting there and it's freezing you've got wind rain and your face hailstones at one point like the players wouldn't have enjoyed the occasion the fans might might not have enjoyed the occasion you probably wouldn't have got as big a turnout as you would have expected yeah. so if you're going to do it you you have to do it right do you know what I mean yeah so yeah it's just
1: one of those things like we can't really <laughs> we like before when Birmingham got cancelled we could sit here and be like that was solemnly a pitch issue. Yeah. But that this is just mother nature, really, isn't yeah. it? Let's play mother nature. Mother there nature, we go. yeah. Um, But the other thing I thought about is we've not been told when Man United's being rescheduled. No. We've not been told when Birmingham is being rescheduled. And now we need to wait on another time when Everton's going to be rescheduled. Whether that's going to be at Goodison Park, whether it'll be at Wattenham Park, you never know. Obviously, when we find out. We'll make sure everyone's aware because I know there's tickets and stuff that need to be, yeah,
2: readjusted or whatever. Well, one of Bristol's games was rearranged for April. That's
1: absolutely horrendous. That must that
2: must be like their next available date, which which is April. And for us right now, you're thinking, well, have we not got any available dates? Obviously, there's the whole thing with like print and Park. I which think is the issue. I think they're holding
1: off until after Chelsea until whether we know if we're in the FA, FA cup, or, cup not. or not i think yeah. this, which is a smart thing to do but we played man united what nearly a month ago well should have played man united nearly a, a month, month ago, ago yeah and we still haven't heard anything about it how are you supposed to prepare the team but as i said like, i think they're waiting until like, the, after this weekend we might hear a little bit more on what mm. what's the situation is but
2: that's a lot of games that we, need to be played yeah it's, it it makes you wonder like Oh, is it going to be a case of your season having to be extended a little bit? But then you're taken into, like... But not everyone's in the same boat. Some some people exactly. are played so many
1: more games than others.
2: Exactly. So then that won't be possible either because we've got to play Birmingham, but obviously in relegation battle with us. Yeah. Like, I think Birmingham have got to, got to play Bristol again as well. Yeah. I think that was one of the rearranged games. I don't know whether that's the one in April. I can't remember who it was for. That was for Spurs. Oh, okay. Spurs. So they've yeah. still got to, got to rearrange... That game, so there's three out of your bottom four teams who have yep. got g- games against each other that need to be arranged. You can't be waiting until the very last moment and, and it'd they're be, it be exactly well. and it be down to that one final day. Yeah. You know, you've got to. There's the there was like a, a gap in fixtures at the end of this month, and because I don't think we play in March until like the 20th or something like that, it's quite a long way. But that because it's she believes. Yeah, so, so then, maybe we're gonna have to play during that. But then you've got to think about the teams you've got to play. Mm. Are they gonna have people away on international duty? Because they're gonna go. Well, hold on a minute. Like Mary Apes is gonna go. She believes, isn't she? More than likely. Lucy Staniforth from L- Birmingham. Yeah. Maybe we've got to play. Exactly. So that. So Man United aren't gonna go. Oh yeah, we are players, but we haven't got our first choice goalkeeper. Birmingham are gonna go, oh yeah, we're players, but we haven't got our captain and our best midfielder. Like they're not gonna do that. No. So there's two weeks again where you're probably not gonna have another match. Mm-hmm. Where it probably would have been like an ideal time if you don't have any international players going.
1: It's one of them. Like I think everything will be resolved in the end. It's just a bit it's not nice for the for, for, for the fans to not really know. Well, and the team to that yeah. like extent. The team won't have a clue either. So it's yeah. it's one of them, but obviously we didn't have a game, so we can't <laughs> Talk about not, Yeah,
2: you can't talk about <laughs> Um
1: anything. we'll move on to news. There's quite a bit this week. There's news, 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 news. There's a few things that have come out um within the world of women's football that we might have a bit of a throw them about. at me. Oh well, so first of all, I think this might have come out yesterday or this morning. You can now vote for your BBC Women's Player of the Year. And the nominees for this include Lucy Bronze, julia Sam Kerr, Vivian Miedemart or Megan Rapino. No Alex Morgan. Deservedly. Mm. Not I shocked. I think probably not.
2: Not shocked. I am happy. I not surprised, not shocked.
1: Out of all of them, I'm happy Juliet is in there. Yeah. Because I feel like off the back of her season last year she just didn't get enough credit as she sh- should have deserved. She also got like
2: US women's like player of the year as well. Yeah.
1: The thing uh, there's there's a on the BBC website, we'll put a link in the description, there's um like it's like a section on each of them and they've all got their own little V T sort of thing to um. Oh, that's cool. Sort of say what's your favourite moment, what have you enjoyed? And Julia said one of the questions was, What's your proudest moment? And she goes, My wedding day. And I was like, Oh my god. (laughs) She's married to him,
2: an American football player, isn't she? I
1: think he plays for Philadelphia. Yeah. Something like that. Either way, all of them had a nice little story, like Megan Rampinos was obviously a lot about um obviously winning the the Ballon d'Or, things like Mm. that. A lot of it was about change in the sport whereas the other ones were more on a personal level like sam Kerr moving to chelsea yeah what's the what, what was the reason for it things like that yeah um but i'd encourage anyone to go and vote for it Straight yeah. to vote isn't it so why would you not 100%. and get involved have your say yeah uh my question would be to you who would you pick out of all of them
2: see that's a good bunch of players there oh, imagine them in a five-a-side oh my god yeah <laughs> No, but no to goalie be fair, like, though. We'll play, uh, what is no, it, Rush but, Goalie? Yeah, yeah. But yeah, see, so you'd have Bronze and like Ertz sort of, Ert can play centre back as well. Mm. So you put them two at the back, or like Lucy Bronze at the back on her own, and then you can have like a midfield two of Rapino and it oh, And solid then Sam team, Kerr and Vidi Vidi Solid up front. team. That goals yeah. galore. There isn't there? You don't anyway. even
1: goalie when you've got Lucy Bronze at the back.
2: Exactly. She's saving exactly. everything. Um, so put you on the spot. I think. Ooh. I think mine would be between Lucy Bronze and Juliet's Yeah. Mega Rapinoe's won well enough. <laughs> you've got your Ballon d'Or. You've got your Player of the Year. As much as I like her as a player and like what she's doing, I just don't think. In your eyes, she's not the one. In for me personally, I wouldn't pick her. So. Probably, but then I can also argue the same for Lucy Bronze as well. Yeah. I feel like I feel like Juliet's deserves it. I, yeah. She's like she took. Chicago Red Stars to the final. Obviously, captain them. Like she plays at centre back for them mostly as well. Um, won the World Cup. Won the World Cup. Like you know, had like a proper solid season for like USA. She's about to reach a hundred caps for them as well, which is like amazing. Yeah. So like I think, for me, for me, I'd probably pick her. Me mm-hmm. had has a brilliant season though as well, and she was like obviously wrongly done uh that like this summer's awards and stuff like that. So you you yeah, know
1: I think every single one to be honest, if any one of them got it, I wouldn't be like I would no, yeah, you wouldn't like,
2: you wouldn't hell? be like, yeah, oh no, but she doesn't deserve it, I think
1: I would personally go for and I know people are gonna be absolutely shook us by my decision of not going Sam Sam with care? Lucy Bronze I've gone my two are Juliet's and Sam Care. Okay. I think I'm more leaning towards Julia because the reasons that we just both said. But I just think Sam Kerr has not really got any accolades this year. No. She's not been, she's been highlighted as a, pl- like a, a brilliant player, but she's not actually won anything this year, which I think is a little bit harsh on her.
2: That I think that's that was her main reason for moving to Chelsea, wasn't it? Is because she knows she's going to be in with with a chance of winning yeah. ma- major competitions. But like she broke records last season. Some case she broke her own goal scoring yep. record in the NWSL. She was the first Australian player to score a hat trick at a World Cup. Like you know she's had a brilliant season. She
1: has, and I just think, yeah, as I said, like I'd be happy if any of them got them, but I'd be even more ecstatic
2: if it was one of those. One two. of them too. yeah. yeah i think we can agree yeah um
1: next is quite interesting actually um the fa are in talks to move the 2021 community shield men's fixture um from wembley because it clashes with the women's european championship 2021 oh wow. so they're thinking of moving it and i think previously when they've had to it's it, it, the uh, the home of the Community Shield has always been at Wembley. Yeah. But when Wembley got refurbished and it was like for six years I think they were building it, something like that, it got moved to Villa Park. Yeah. But it's not been anywhere else since the new Wembley. Yeah. But that's a massive thing. That is if a massive thing. If you're booting thing. the home of the Community Shield out of Wembley for a women's, I think it clashes with the Euros final. final. I'm not entirely sure, but I think that's what There's the gonna issue be up, is. There's going to be uproar about that, you know. Yeah. It's going to be so absolutely really unhappy people, but how incredible is that?
2: Yeah, well, you've got to look at it as well. If it was the Men's Euros that year and they clashed, the, there'd be no issue about it. If it
1: clashed with the Women's FA Cup final, exactly, for example, it'd
2: yeah. be it'd be oh well, no, that's the home of like that. We want to we've got the Euros at at home. You know what I mean? We want to play there, so it shouldn't be any different for just because it's the Women's yeah. national team. Do you know what I mean? Like if if the final's at Wembley, regardless of whoever plays in it, families yeah. needs to be at Wembley because it's the Euros. You've got to play in the major stadiums. You can't just go, oh, we'll move that to like, somewhere else.
1: But the, I think it, it speaks volumes, even the fact that they're... Cons- like, Considering it. They, it's, it's not even a consideration. It's, it's a genuine, like, yes, this, this needs to sort happen of happen thing. Yeah, don't know where... Community Shield is going to be moved to. To no. so be honest with you, don't really care too much. I'm being dead honest, no. uh, if Liverpool are in it, fair enough. I'll probably take a bit more advantage, <laughs> but we're not. We're not moving too quickly on that subject. Um, but yeah, that's good. That the, the women's seat, the games being considered. I yeah, hundred percent.
2: Because I think that's the whole issue of like, or one of the issues that people have is that it's just women's football is never at the forefront of people's yeah. minds when it comes to stuff like this. It's like, uh, and you know, obviously the national team is, like, very well regarded in, like, yeah. the, in, like sport. So you're not just going to... For a major tournament like the Oros to be at in England and you're not going to get the opportunity to play at Wembley for the final, it, was, it just yeah. wouldn't seem right, it they just wouldn't take work. The,
1: they need to take the advantage of the opportunity, yeah. 100%. 100%, yeah. Um, another bit of news that went out last week, which is kind of sad, but then also so like inspiring in a way like yeah. it's, it's hard to talk about but it's also something that it uh, that needs to be spoken about in general realistically. so um an article went out with jilly flatty 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 <laughs> i don't know how to pronounce her name Flatt- west Flattitude. ham's captain and she was talking about mental health and her struggles so i believe years and years ago she. Try to take her I think it was
2: 2009 was it yeah
1: but she got to a stage where she wasn't in the in the best frame of mind obviously um but she said that I think mental health is a massive topic in any sport at the moment not just football itself in in any sport in any day-to-day life in any sort of situation it's talked about so much more and that was a really weird noise yeah um it's talked about so much more and it's highlighted as an actual issue because obviously so many people can suffer with it without yeah. even w- without the, like their friend knowing or whatever. Yeah, yeah. But she said, "Cause I think this was with BBC Sport. Yeah, it was. It was. I think it
2: was Joe Curry, did it?
1: Yeah. Um. I've got a responsibility and duty to tell people. It's about getting people to talk and be. O- and it's okay to be able to talk
2: about it. Sort yeah. of thing. And that was a big thing. Of I think this past weekend's WSL fixtures were supposed to be a whole of lovely- like.
0: To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weightloss. That's plushcare.com slash weightloss.
2: I think, I don't know whether it's the whole month, actually. I could be completely wrong on this, but it's, like, it's okay. I think it's, like...
1: It's okay not to be okay,
2: sort of Yeah, thing. but there's another hashtag as well. Um, that's really, it's really good hashtag as well. Oh, carry on. But, like, it's, like it's important that you're gonna highlight it on the biggest platforms as well you've got like a like national media like bbc who who are sitting down with players both past and present Mm. i'm sure like other like media outlets have done it as well but like they're sitting down and bringing the attention to it it's not just something that you just see on social media and like people like retweet it or like you know yeah give their thoughts and opinions like it's actually out there and this is someone
1: who's won titles been a yeah. part of the sport for years and years and years yeah. and is, is such a role model and so relevant in sport at the moment obviously being the the captain of west ham women
2: and their sort of rise well, to exactly. the top tier of football as well she probably feels like a responsibility because she is like because she is captain of a team like west ham and she is a role model for people and a
1: more experienced player in the exactly league. and if she's
2: not willing to sit down and talk about it then yeah, 100 you know, the, young, the younger generation of, of people coming through aren't going to yeah. be willing to sit there and talk about it either. She said though, because obviously she
1: joined West Ham in 2018, Yeah. she said that the club is committed to giving and ensuring players and the staff, which is nice to know as well, uh, receive all the support they need, including giving all staff mandatory health mental health awareness training launching an employee assistance program and training 10 members of staff to be mental health first aiders because that's it. so
2: important it's so important because if you think about it you've got all the the members of staff and the equipment to treat someone for the for a physical injury but you've not got the people yeah. to sit there and talk what you've got like a mental injury do you know what i mean if that makes sense yeah they're both as relevant as each other exactly and like i think it's imp- it's not just like in sports as well but i think it's important in like Schools and and like just in regular workplaces, just like ours is you that you've always got someone. You've got an option to talk to You've got an option to you and you speak to yeah. someone because if you think about it, when you're in school, if you had a if you had a problem and you wanted to speak to someone about it, you just go into like your English teacher or your head of year, and maybe they don't know what the right pit, pe- right, but the right thing to say is. Whereas if you've got someone in the school is who is who can actually sit down, a counsellor type thing who knows like what to say to you then you're gonna you're gonna feel a lot better about it and reap the benefits aren't you really yeah
1: it was quite a a strong interview um but it really gave like a big message into what it's like being a female footballer now obviously it's not about foot being it's not about mental health in football full stop it's about it as a bigger picture yeah but if you think of all the changes that have to go on like Jilly's been at the front of it all really, because she's Pretty been much. here for, for like around for so long and she's she's had to adapt in terms of oh, you get more scrutiny from the media, mm. you get more s- scrutiny from like in the papers if someone writes a bad um article about yeah. you, takes a bad photo of you, whereas like, they all come into play. Like
2: ten years ago, they didn't have people covering the matches really. Yeah, they didn't exactly. have people focusing on their every move on and off the pitch. Whereas now yeah. now there's more than alarm late which rightly so, like, the sport, yeah. sport needs to be. But now that it is. But equally, it can affect the yeah, more. exactly. It can affect
1: uh, players' mental health more. So it's definitely a topic that a lot of people are afraid to talk about as well. Yeah. And then when you see someone, like, in a, as big a profile as her, and I don't think it, it must have been very difficult for her to talk about some of the stuff that she did. Like, I only read a little bit of it, and I was a bit like, wow, that's quite intense. Yeah. So to see someone of her caliber and nature it might inspire other people to start talking about it as well definitely 100% anyway from one topic to the next um officiating in the WSL has been sort of brought to the forefront recently for a one not just one particular event but one has stood out more than others recently and it is I don't know if you've seen it the Katie Zellum handball that shouldn't have been a handball because it hit her face. It literally hit issue. her square in the face. So what she so it's a free kick outside of the box. Yeah. She's probably near the penalty spot, but a little she's bit. She's by the off. six yard yeah, she's yeah. close to the six
2: yard line I think.
1: And she's stood on her own. There's a wall and there's other players behind wanting to come in and get it. And the ball literally loops straight towards her. She puts her arms out and heads it.
2: Up you can and over. S-
1: it's not like her arms are probably about here. Yeah, she heads up, hits it, it goes over, yeah. and the referee gives it as a handball. And it is clear as day, absolutely clear Smacks as day it in the face. that it hits her in the head and nothing else. Yeah. But the referee gives it. And someone who has brought it to our attention that, well, we already knew the referees aren't at the best standard they possibly could be no. is Rachel Brown Finnis. Yes. Finness, Um, she has said apparently it's been addressed but this incident highlights maybe the question needs to be raised again I will keep harping on about referees until it's improved because we've got a professional game and amateur referees it doesn't work why do we bother going into that much detail putting that much into the players the players working so hard when we come here and that's what they get and the level of performance from the referee the players deserve more and it's true
2: because you're trying to you're trying to build this League, you've just got a new inve- you've just got a new investment from Barclays. You're trying to, you know, improve women's football, get it out there a lot more, both in mainstream media and other types of other forms of media. But if you're gonna watch it, and you're gonna be, you know, you're gonna have decisions like that referee made on that day with that penalty, or you've seen it across the league for for a while now. Just silly decisions, just stupid things that don't need to be done. And it's like, well, I suppose to grow a game if you've got exactly what she said, you've got professional, full time players, but you've got amateur referees. And obviously it's not the, the referees are employed by someone above them. Do you know what I mean? They're not picking and choosing the games that they get to that they will officiate, but like she's right what she's saying. If you're not 100%. gonna if you're not gonna do it right, then what's the point of doing it at all?
1: Hundred percent. And I think she's right in the fact that the players do deserve more like I'm pretty sure. I don't know whether the penalty that came from that went in, or there was another penalty yeah. in that game for Reading that I think might have gotten saved.
2: I think I think they scored that one, and maybe saved other the other one.
1: But then I think that game ended as a draw. It was yeah, it was one one. I think it was. That if, if as soon as something like that happens, it affects the whole.
2: But if Reading if Reading score that other penalty, it's the game finishes two one to them. And That's then, 3 points that not being funny but they don't deserve yeah. because they've got a penalty off that wasn't a penalty. It changed the whole logistic of the game. Exactly. Is the issue,
1: from something out of the player's capability yeah. and out of the player's hands. So yeah.
2: and like it was um Natasha Harden said on Twitter afterwards as well didn't she. She like she she posted the video and was like this is like appalling like so for someone from the re- from the Red team, team yeah. to come out and say listen this was this was bad like yeah. this shouldn't have happened like shows that like the players are selling as well
1: yeah 100 percent. and i think if you do want this game to grow you're gonna you've got to i don't i don't even know what the like the um the solution is going forward how, how do you make these referees better
2: i feel like that's a lot i feel like that's the problem with a lot of stuff when we talk about women's football is you highlight the problem but you don't know what's gonna fix it
1: mm-hmm.
2: and it's because just for one because you just don't get that much information you just don't get you get hardly any information about the league in general you hardly get any information about your clubs in general so are you supposed to how are we supposed to sit here and talk about topics like this when we're not given the relevant information or like the you it's know. impossible exactly yeah. so you're right in what you're saying there is no solution because we don't we, we like we've got we've got no answer for it whatsoever would you
1: bring VAR into the women's game? No.
2: <laughs> <laughs> if, it, if if ever it did, there's gonna be there need some changes because it just ruins it ruins. I'm I'm for it on some things, but on other things, it just ruins yeah. it. What about goal line technology? Yeah. Yeah. I think that needs to be put in place. That's been in the Premier League for 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 a while now, and it works. And it works well. Yeah. So why not in the women's game? Do you know what I mean? because yeah. it's I think it's, it, is it just down to like the grants the grants that they play at really, is that what it is? it's like funding that's why VAR is not in law exactly in because yeah. like print and, print and Park wouldn't be able to put VAR I don't think because they don't have the facilities to do it so like yeah. if Printon and Park and Tramier Rivers don't have it then like the women aren't going to have it same you never like, know. You
1: might see it in a few years time. You might all. see it in a few years
2: time, but hits the surface. I don't but see it. I don't see it happening anytime soon. To be completely honest,
1: it's, it's something that does need to change. And hopefully, as the years go by, as Barclays get more involved, more funding. You, you never know. That's you it. I think it's just know. patience, isn't it? It's like it's like that with a lot of things. Yeah. But we go again.
2: We go again. We go again. We go again.
1: Finally, the next. The next, the last little thing is about England, the Lionesses. Ooh. Not being funny. It's been very quiet coming out of the Lioness campaign. There's not these much going on there. Literally there nothing going even on. Even like social media as well. It's very late. Like it's terrible. <sighs> so, it is officially six months till the Olympics begins. Wow. And England have no scheduled qualifiers. They have no team announcement <laughs> yet. They have nothing prepared for the Euros. Yeah. Uh, Phil Neville doesn't know his team. No and she believes isn't
2: even announced and that's in like
1: so we at least we know when the she believes is happening but we don't we know don't know who's is. going There's no training camps being announced what is going on
2: because usa have had theirs; they're done
1: they're qualified they're, qualified. they're, going. they're, they're on know. the plane to tokyo now they know. they're going the long route round
2: australia are still i think they've still got a game to go Canada are done. Canada are done. So USA and Canada are both in. Australia still going. I've
1: not seen any of the European teams yet. That's, That's it. The thing.
2: I think Europe is just like. Europe's just,
1: like you it's know quite what. Quite far behind. It's just the Olympics.
2: We'll wait for a little bit. <laughs> we'll do it like the week before. It's alright.
1: But there is an international break coming up soon for the women's. But I'm just like when is it's gonna.
2: Because we're, it? we're thinking. Oh, when are we gonna fit these games in that we need to be res- that we need to reschedule? Tonight. When are you fitting your Olympic qualifiers in? Because like. It's not going to be when we play... There's non-scheduled. There's no teams
1: down for the I was thinking, for
2: oh, maybe they're going to use She Believes because, like, Spain are in She Believes this, this year. So have but we then, already qualified for the Olympics? No.
1: Can someone please but then tell us? They're not going to so use... They're I not think gonna, we, no, I think we definitely are.
2: They're not going to use She Believes because USA are in that and they've already qualified, so what's the point in playing them? They've definitely already qualified, I'm pretty they've sure. They've got to have because, as you
1: know... Because can, I remember the whole fiasco about, yes, we've qualified and Phil is taking us, blah, 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 blah. blah. 100% qualified
2: either way I'm just, even then there's no squad Phil well yes yeah, it's team GB isn't it it's not just England yes yeah, so yeah, you can yeah, pick all like all Scotland yeah. Mm. yeah the 22nd of July in Tokyo is the first game so I think I I think whatever squad goes she believes yeah. is the squad that's going the Olympics but
1: she believes it's just England she believes isn't yes, team GB very true so he's got to pick she believes last team, time. and then he's got to pick an Olympic team. Last
2: time out, there was, I think it's only an 18-player yeah. squad. Last time it was 16 England players and two yeah. Scotland players.
1: No Northern Ireland, no, no Northern Ireland.
2: No no Welsh. But he now, said,
1: he's, he's basically said, there's going to be a much larger variety of yeah. players from across all of the camps. And I think that's why it's become a, more of a difficult decision because he could probably take a solid England team to the Olympics and be like, I'm happy with this. Oh, we
2: could just take the World Cup squad and be like, but you've got
1: Kim Little, Caroline Weir to think about, you've got Aaron Sophie Cuffett. Ingle, yeah, Erin Cuthbert, even Raza Roberts, for example, yeah. like, you've got all of them. Did you know last time Sophie Bradley-Auckland was in the Olympic squad last time? Last she
2: was, month? she was. So, well in Soph. Yeah. Um, But it just sounds a bit, it just sounds a bit of a mess. It is a bit of a mess. I, th- I think he knows who he's taking now. I don't it's think just- he does. I think he does. If he doesn't then like get on with it. Get lad. on with it, Phil, because like you haven't got you haven't really got that long. Yeah. Like the USA's Olympic qualifiers squad is pretty much the squad that's gonna go to the Olympics. So, that's the reason injuries. why that's why that's the reason why they have the qualifiers is so you can look at your squad. You can then take players out that was there and think, I you didn't do very well for me, I don't want you to play. Yeah. But then obviously they've got it's their Prime. This prime time for yeah. their season is when the Olympics is. Yeah. So he's gonna have, like, from April till, maybe yesterday Do you have to name it by June? Maybe.
1: I don't have a clue. So he's there gonna have There is a date ones. where you have to, but I don't know what it is. I think
2: it's sometime. It's gotta be sometime in June. I think it's like a month before. Maybe. I don't know, but
1: it just sounds a bit of a mess. If anyone knows any information surrounding, well, Tom's what got phone So.
2: Did the, the, the qualified by getting the top three European teams in the World Cup so The Oregon I knew it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, in terms of when they need a team. So I that must mean
1: Netherlands, there. Sweden and England all
2: the ones are that are all qualified th- already. Yes, But then for the likes of like France and Spain. Yeah. When What's are they playing? New Zealand are in there as well. So the team started mm-hmm. through already. Great Britain, Netherlands, Sweden, Japan, yeah. Brazil and New Zealand. And then USA, USA. and Canada have been added Canada. to that now. Yeah. Wow. And Australia and Australia Always. but more than likely go this is yeah. from June last um, oh well, well there's probably about another 20 many teams in there
1: we need to really but yeah t- st- stuck up on this but knowledge. I think in terms Only of like
2: 12 wow wow so there's not many then left then yeah. is there wow okay well, but, I th- I, but I think in terms of like squad, England squads you're not you're not focusing on Olympics just yet you need to focus on she believes that's mad that it's all happening. I still so haven't close. heard nothing about that. The next match for I paid attention to the USA's qualifiers. The next match for them is England in Orlando. And like the <laughs> that's that's soon. Jesus. That's soon. Yeah. So like the Phil
1: It's an absolute Phil,
2: get a move on, lad. <laughs> Watch him
1: announce it before this goes what, out. Yeah, it.
2: It's gonna come out now. We'll just get a notification. Yeah.
1: Anyway, that's all we kind of have to talk about. Just a quick reminder. I don't know when, if the build-up's already out. I think it is already out. Yeah, it's
2: uploading now. So. Okay,
1: so build-up will already be out. Make sure you watch that. A reminder that we are not playing at Printer Park tomorrow against Arsenal. We are at Chester's Diener Stadium. Um, so if you can get down, I know it's it's Thursday. <sighs> it's going to be cold. It's going to be windy. Get your thermals on. Get your big ski coats on. <laughs> Maybe even your skis. Who knows? It might snow. Who knows? <laughs> if it's
2: snow and I'm not going, I'm sorry.
1: <laughs> Either way, um, yeah, change of stadium tomorrow, yeah. seven o'clock kickoff. Yeah. Watch the build-up. Mm. All Thank the information is for- there. Oh, yeah, all the is there. Um, we'll leave the links to all the stuff that we've talked about today in the description below. I always forget to put it in, but I will put it in <laughs> today. I do. I will put it in today. If not, just comment. Lauren, you haven't put it in. remind me. Tom, remind me. Thank put you. Put the links in
2: the description.
1: Thank you. Um, yeah, that's the end of the podcast. Thank you all for watching. Thank you all for listening. It feels weird to be doing. Can I just, this. Yeah, can I just
2: ask? Did you like host today? Uh, I
1: did and I didn't. I quite like answering the questions, not asking. I quite the
2: enjoyed answering the questions today. Maybe
1: we do one week you, one week me.
2: I feel like sometimes they don't get me full point across because if I get if I ask you a question, you sort of like, you take like, you, I say you it all. pretty much say what I want to say. Yeah. So then I'm like, oh, okay, well next subject. So, you so know, maybe
1: we can nice. switch it up. One week you do it, one week I do it. Yeah. Yeah. sure who knows anyway make sure to like this video comment and subscribe hit the notification (laughs) bell um and that's pretty much it we'll be back hopefully if the game goes on (laughs) tomorrow we'll be back with some sort of post-match content who knows what it'll be just keep an eye on the channel i guess yeah that's why you need the notification bell that is why you need the notification (laughs) bell anyways thank you all for watching and we will be back soon with another video see you later bye